Yeah, hold that, please. Level five, thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi. Nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to attend the Biparsal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to attend the Channelized Bing Bingus at the Biparsal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chat all sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Brathwaite in once again, and uh, it's swept powerfully by Johnny Blastow behind square on the leg side, and he leaps in the air to celebrate his eighth Test 100. Grinning all over his face, he's got the helmet off now. He's loving it. That's a very special moment, Steve Harmison. It's a fantastic century by Englishman, and he needed it. Boy, did his team need it. It's an amazing place to come, and... Um, obviously to, to score a century in any test match, but especially here with the travelling fans that haven't been able to come for a couple of years, yeah, what an occasion. It, it's, it's really great fun playing over here. Johnny Bairstow was the man of day one, but a man close in behind him, Ben Folks, in his first test match since Ahmedabad of the Indian series uh, last winter. He uh, weighed in with 42 from 87 balls before he was LBW to uh, Jason Holder. Sixth man out yesterday. Well, today he's been speaking with our Samuel Badry. The way he played was obviously incredible. So I think the thing was just trying to, trying to make it hard to get out um, and then kind of expand my game. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think there's a few challenges in the wicket, so I was just trying to stay to, m- to my sort of disciplines and um, just just trying to hang in there. Yeah, you mentioned some challenges in the pitch. Your dismissal in particular seemed to keep a little bit loose, certainly from your reaction. Talk us through that dismissal. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, obviously Jason's a tall guy. Um, the ball before kind of popped on me, um, hit me in the splice, and then I think that one was a little bit shorter and kept a little bit low. So I think, I think there's definitely enough in the wicket to, um, to kind of challenge the stumps. And projecting towards day two, what sort of score in the back of your minds? Yeah, I think if we can get get into that sort of 300, um, into if we can get anywhere near 350, then I think that'd be a great effort. And if things go really well, then we can push on on beyond there. Thank you very much, Ben. All right. Well, we are moments away. The TV crew have uh, cleared the outfield. North Sound is currently bright. There are a decent amount of clouds at the uh, moment, but they are uh, being blown along by the uh, breeze. We saw yesterday a really, really strong breeze coming across the ground. There is uh, still a breeze, and the players uh, are on their way. Umpires as well. So then, let's join our first commentary team of the morning. Former England fast bowler Steve Harmison is alongside the former England batsman and the owner of an absolute rascal of a pair of socks today, Mark Butcher. Thanks, Macca. Another glorious day here in Antigua. Sir Vivian Richards Stadium looking resplendent in the sunshine. Kemar Roach, with two slips in the gully, runs into Johnny Bairstow to bowl the first delivery of the morning which is full of length goes through to uh, West Indies wicketkeeper Josh De Silva and there is no run very good morning to you Steve should be another belting day yesterday was a was a cracker wasn't it yeah good morning Butch good morning everybody at home our afternoon 
back there in England it was. It was a fantastic day's cricket. I really enjoyed talking about the game of cricket yesterday. It had everything from the first session and then Johnny Bairstow. Interesting to see West Indies have gone with two sweepers out at deep point and deep backward square leg. And now we're ready to go. Roach runs away from us and uh, is short and straight and Bairstow swivel pulls it and that's flown away for the first boundary of the day. That's a terrific shot. Great control from Johnny Bairstow. Tell you what, if England do push on past 300, uh, there's a, a danger that West Indian heads might begin to to droop a bit and uh, a little bit of uh, dispirited resignation. There was in the last hour, I felt, yesterday, but that was just more physical tiredness. He's got the edge. Jaden Seals has got the edge. Chris Wokes has gone. It was back of a length. He was caught on the crease, trying to play defensively off the back foot, outside edge, straightforward catch for Joshua De Silva, and just when they really needed it, the West Indies have picked up the wicket, which will pick up their spirits. Yeah, great bit of bowling this from Seals. So here is Overton, he's got to do the, the batting job first though, and that one is tucked away to short leg and caught! That's a magnificent take at short leg, nothing the batsman did wrong there. John Campbell took the grab at short leg. Back of a length once again from Jaden Seals. Overton has tucked it away off his hip. And it's a very, very good catch at short leg. You can't blame yourself as a batsman, I don't think. Especially when you've just arrived at the crease. And Jaden Seals has got two wickets in the over. Yep, another short ball. As you say, Manners. Overton just trying to fend it off, trying to glance it off his hip into the leg side. To get off the mark and all he can do is pick out the field of Bonner he takes a very sharp catch in a short leg yeah not John Campbell Campbell's in the gully and Krumar Bonner under the helmet at short leg and uh, I well I do, do correct me if I'm if I'm being overly charitable to Craig Overton there um, Matt Pryor, but, but uh, you know, I just don't think that he did anything wrong, did he? I mean, <laughs> I think you second ball. I think you're feeling very charitable, man. Is uh, I mean, look, okay, he's he's an. Are we talk, Are we judging this as a from a batsman's perspective or yeah. a number nine perspective? Because oh. if you're a batsman and you get out like that, that's very disappointing. You to to fend off the ball into the waiting short leg. That's not. That is a mistake. That's an unforced error you've given them an opportunity to get you out. Well, obviously, I was aware that I might have been being overcharitable, which is why I asked you. But you always are. <laughs> You're just nice like that. I can be the horrible one. No, I, I just, I think you've, again, that's a weak, that's a weak wicket. That's a soft dismissal. Oh, let's call it that. It's a soft dismissal because it's, it's a nothing delivery. It hasn't done it. It hasn't jumped necessarily. Holder is in. Besto back to him. And that looks like a court and bowl chance. Jackson Holder in his follow through. Wasn't able to hang on to it. It was a full-blooded shot. So he got to him quickly. Those either stick or they don't. And Besto survives this opportunity as he was there. It was a little bit higher up the batter than the middle. But Jason Holder's disappointed he's not held on to that, Matt Pryor. Yeah, he is. Tough chance. There's a bit of bottom hand in that one. Hit it quite powerfully. I mean, he got it cleanly, didn't he, Best though? But Holder looks really difficult to drive. When he puts it on that sort of fuller length, he does get a bit of bounce, and he did, did so there. It sort of hit the bat quite high up. Would have been a sharp chance, but a chance nonetheless. Joseph is in. Mark Wood has taken a big swing at this one. Leaning backwards. It's a top 
edge, very low down on the back, and it just loops into the covers. Mark Wood is out court. England have lost their ninth wicket. Mark Wood goes for a single, and Alzari Joseph is into the uh, wicket column. Mark Wood could resist it no longer, and he just gets underneath that one, and the catch is taken. And so England have one more wicket left in this innings. Every single run is uh, of a premium, you would think, in the first innings. That's short and a pull shot, top edge, flying away down towards third man. And it's a super catch from Jason Holder at backward point. Alzari Joseph has brought the innings to a close. Johnny Bairstow looking to pull it through mid-wicket. Big booming top edge. Jason Holder for a moment looked skyward, trying to pick it up eventually did just in the nick of time and running back towards third man has taken a very well judged and not particularly straightforward catch very good work from the former West Indian captain he just overran it actually he was he'd gone too far and he had to back pedal by half a, a pace and uh, fell backwards as the ball landed in the palms of his hands very nicely done he's actually taken it behind <laughs> behind his head, that's how far he'd overrun it. Johnny Bairstow is uh, accepting the applause, and rightly so, as he walks off last man out for 140 from 259 deliveries. And England have been bowled out for 311. Jack Leach, last man standing on four not out. Well, rewind to an hour and a quarter into uh, the first day's play when England were 48 for four. They'd been offered 311 then. They'd uh, been, well, very, very happy to accept it. 311 all out, and uh, Alzari Joseph and Jaden Seals doing uh, the damage in the end on uh, the second morning, picking up two wickets each as England have moved from 268 to uh, 268 for six to 311 all out. Chris Wokes, first delivery. Leading the attack for the first time, and he's in once again for oh, well, for the first time. And it's back of a length, pushed away defensively out on the offside by Craig Brathwaite. And uh, there's no run. I actually think it's the other way for Chris Walks now. You know, every, all the numbers about away games and this sort of thing. He's been given an opportunity to lead the attack for England. He wouldn't have had that very often in his career because there would have always been a Broad or an Anderson who would have been the main man over him. This is his opportunity. This is what we all dream about as kids, that I'm the man here. Yeah, and I think look, one thing we, you know, we mentioned a lot about Broad and Anderson not being here. Do not underestimate how much pressure and nerves Wokes and Overton will have. Never, ever, never before. Wokes in again, beats the edge once more. Campbell pushing forward defensively. And it fizzes into the gloves of Ben Folks. Never before have two young England bowlers had to replace two okay. of the best that have ever played. <laughs> I mean, that, you know, from a, from a mentality perspective, they'll be aware of the press. They'll be aware of how many people are watching, including Broad and Anderson. There'll be a lot of pressure on them. England's best two, and where do they rank all time? Jimmy's, what, two or three now? Three? And Broadie will be top ten. Whew. Overton delivers. It's a straight drive from Brathwaite, back past the stumps. And Stokes will jog after that one, but he won't be able to cut it off. And Brathwaite is back at a run of balls. 17 from 17, West Indies 31 without loss. At the minute, the horse has bolted. I would have tried to be on the front foot and recognise that and brought that up two, three days out, if not 10 days out. As soon as we arrived, look, lads, 
Decisions have been made. The two big lads are not here. I get this situation. There's some pressure on you. We're talking about two great... I've been getting it out there. I've been saying, we honour these guys. They're wonderful players. They might come back into this team. Who knows? Chill your beans. You're not quite Jimmy Anderson yet. You're not quite Stuart Broad. Don't aspire to that. Let's work on our process of how we try and get the end result. And the, and the process is literally ball your best ball, have your best action, and keep it pretty simple in and around an area. I think we, we react too much. In goes Overton. That's too uh, leg side-ish. Clipped away by Brathwaite. Goes through uh, square leg, and it goes into the uh, advertising sponge, and it is a... Uh, Second boundary in the over. Final ball then of this tenth over. Hartwood is in. Brathwaite's in behind it. And it completes the over. And that is the uh, first session done on day two. West Indies have gone to lunch. 44 without loss. Campbell 14 not out from 32 balls. Brathwaite a runner ball 29. That after... England were bowled out for 311, resuming this morning 268 for six. You're listening to live and exclusive coverage of the West Indies against England, live here on TalkSport 2. Exclusive international cricket live, the West Indies versus England on TalkSport 2. So it'll be Leach to Campbell to start the afternoon session here at North South. Leach is in and bowls that ball wide of uh, Campbell's off stump searching for the footmarks he did make one ball kick uh, turn and bounce out of uh, what are some rather nasty looking patches outside the left hander's off stump Wokes in and he's short and wide of off stump Brathwaite just props back onto the back foot and glides it backward a point for four beautifully timed by the West Indies captain and that is not the start that Chris Wokes is looking for he's already going at above eight runs and over and this is the most aggressive start that certainly I can remember from Craig Bradford in Test Match Cricket. Moves quickly onto his 30s and he's actually hitting quite a number of boundaries as well. So he's speeding along. He's already gotten six fours, Craig Bradford, putting those loose deliveries away. And that's so important. As uh, Leach is in again. Go! He has, fires this one in against that breeze down towards the leg stump of Brathwaite who gets a little inside edge on it I think and that's run all the way down to the boundary of the four. England just cannot stop the flow of runs at the moment. Yeah hemorrhage and runs England and this uh, early exchanges in the West Indian first innings batting effort. Wokes is in it's short and wide and Campbell plays a handsome looking back foot punch through the covers and that's going to run all the way for four so the spell is broken the dot balls have been punctuated once more by a boundary this time off the blade of the left-handed john campbell they are galloping along at the moment um and uh, there's been some very mixed bowling i never thought i'd say this but uh, predominantly from chris wokes who's uh, been by his standards, all over the place. He's uh, not just wrong lines. I mean, he's, uh, his lengths have been all over. He's bowled too full. He's been driven. He's been pulled. He's uh, been offside, leg side. It's just an absolute mixed bag of, of mostly disappointing produce from uh, Chris Wokes, the uh, newly minted leader of the attack and oh. Jack Leach is uh, in for another over and he's immediately driven over the top of mid-off and down to the boundary for four by the left-handed John Campbell. 
very hard to explain England's uh, bowling performance so far, which is uh, fortunate for me that I, that's not what I'm paid to do. Uh, Matt, Matt Pryor's uh, job. <laughs> Is this where we say, oh, imagine if England had an experienced head stood at mid-off. <laughs> it's very hard uh, to, to explain why Chris Wakes, who is known for his reliable, and on a good day, metronomic, uh, metronomically reliable accuracy, why he's uh, been quite so erratic today. Leach is in again. Oh, Craig Brathwaite, what's going on? The West Indian captain has just launched him straight over long on for six. I don't think either of us can explain that. We might have to get Jared Kimber to explain why the man with the slowest strike rate of all current test cricketers is just deciding impromptu to launch the spinner straight back over his head for six. Not even Jared's got an answer to that. Maybe they've... Uh, yeah, just trying to bowl too many wicket taking. Ball's down the leg side, he's got an edge. A pull shot from Campbell. A bottom edge. Straightforward catch to Ben Folks. Not the best delivery from Craig Overton. Ill-directed short delivery, heading down the leg side, and he's got lucky there. Sometimes, sometimes you need a bit of luck. And England have got it. John Campbell has played a very unconvincing, wafty pull shot down the leg side, and Overton has a wicket. Yeah, it was the line that did for him. Another short ball from Overton, but it was aimed at Campbell's left shoulder. It's going away from him down the leg side, and he tried to get on top of it, tried to follow it, and all he could do was get a slight edge through to folks who gathered it very easily. Wouldn't say it was the best delivery, but hopefully things are changing for England now. There's a good opportunity. They've now got this wicket. Can they build some pressure? Don't let the new batsman get off strike easily. I would assume Root as captain, getting the, getting the guys around, getting the bowling unit together and saying, right, how are we going to go about this? How are we going to bowl Doc Laws, bowl maidens and build pressure? Here's Overton, that's uh, back of a length, short actually, and chopped away, nice shot, good shot from Shamar Brooks, four runs through backward point. Too wide from uh, Overton, if you're going to bowl that length it needs to be straighter, I would think. He had plenty of room to uh, to cut there without having to back away and make room. It was just too wide from uh, from Overton. Ben Stokes is into the attack and uh, the first delivery is angled in towards Craig Brathwaite and he tucks it away off his pads down to long leg for a single which brings him his 50 and I don't even need Jared to confirm that that is his, his fastest uh, test 50. I, I, I know that 99 point whatever percent. So it's 50 his, off 62 balls. It's his fastest, it was his fastest 20, 30, 40 and 50. Might have been his fastest 10. I didn't go back that far. This is the point where you would assume that Jimmy Anderson would be as the bowling captain or whatever they, they, the term that they used to use, the bowling leader, would certainly have got the bowlers together and go, we have to get the control back onto this here. And that is what I really think they're missing so far in this particular innings. There's been no control. They bowled some good balls early on, but there's been no control. And they've also, of their plans, they haven't always executed them either. Final ball of the 26th over from Mark Wood. It's outside of off stump. It's guided to gully and England have got a breakthrough. Brathwaite goes for 55. It's 101 for two. It's a brilliant catch in the gully. That was travelling. Mark Woods bowled that at 147 kilometres an hour. But Brathwaite, well, it's been a sprint by his standards. 55 from 70. 
but boy did England need that breakthrough. The West Indies only trail by 210 already. England have their second wicket and Overton takes a really good catch. Uh, just while it is a drink, Gareth, we spent lunchtime talking about you and Surrey. Um, in, the, in the period between then, uh, the club have just announced a signing. You have... Uh, Give over, they've not. They, they have. A, a, Give a, over. A nice little uh, piece oh, of tell, information. Who is it? Who is it? Who is it? I don't know. Who is it? Sunil Narine is going to come but and play in the Blast. We've not signed Sunil Narine. Give over. Sunil Narine. Yep. What, the best mystery finger spinner in the world? Give over. And he bats up top left-handed. Nah, we've not signed him. No chance, Macca. You're pulling my leg. I've seen it on the Twitter feed, mate. You've got another one to feed. If it's on Twitter, it must be true. Exactly. I'm all over it. We, we all know that. You must be a happy man, then. I think he's a very pleasant signing, yes. Um, he's a very proven 2020 performer around the world. Um, it's no co- coincidence that he plays uh, in the 100 at the Oval. Um, at the Kia Oval, sorry. Um, so it, it all kind of marries up very nicely. Um, yeah, what coach in the world wouldn't be um, very pleased to have a player of that calibre coming into your ranks? Mark Wood goes in to finish the over. Bonner pushing into the offside. They're going to try a single that isn't there. It's picked up, shied at the stumps. There is a hit at the keeper's end, but Bonner is in his ground. I think we are going to check this one just to be safe. Yes, umpire Brathwaite makes the signal and out. He's out, I beg your pardon. Oh my goodness no, gracious got it wrong. Hang on, that, that, that can't be. He's pressed the wrong button. Oh, he has, yeah, he has pressed the wrong button. <laughs> oh my goodness me. The England players could, could all pretty much see that, it, that he was back in his ground and the third umpire, Nigel Dugood, has pressed the wrong button. Nigel Dubad. Dear me, He's what a shock that was. Oh, he's Not got four that. nudges. He's got four nudges and he's pressed the wrong button. He's nudged the wrong one at the wrong time and he's missed the jackpot. Oh, no. What are you doing? Here's um, Stokes. Edge gone! Straight into the hands of Joe Root at first slip. Stokes strikes as he so often does. And suddenly England have got three. Well, the West Indies were galloping along at 83 for none and Stokes has bowled full classic fourth stump line outside edge Joe Root no mistake Shamar Brooks on his way for 18 West Indies suddenly 111 for three Works will start the new over takes Blackwood on the putt no it's looped out to Gully is there batting there as well Joel Wilson says not out England are going to review this they really think there's something there and Joe Root makes the signal and umpires Batty and Pryor next to me in the commentary box have both got fingers raised. They think inside edge onto pad and it's looped out. Yep, out for me. Yeah. Well, spike as the ball passes the bat. Can we go back to Joel on field? Joel, you have to change your not out decision. You on screen now, signal. So Overton takes the catch. Blackwood is out for 11 from 24 balls. And it's 127 for four, but maybe more importantly than anything else, Chris Wokes is on the board in the wicket column. He probably doesn't care how they come at the moment. He just wanted one to get himself a foot in the game. He's got one for 41. We are now officially in the tea break with the West Indies. 127 for four, replying to England's 311 all out. It's our live and exclusive coverage of West Indies against England here on TalkSport 2. 
Yeah, hold that, please. Level five, thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi. Nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to Ertz and the Biparsal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to Ertz and the Channelized Bimbingus at the Biparsal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chattel sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Exclusive international cricket live. The West Indies versus England on Talk Sport 2. OK, play's underway um, after the tea break. Thank you very much to Jared Kimber. As always, uh, the first delivery uh, from Chris Wokes, and he's actually completing this over because uh, the rain came after one delivery, so he's actually completing this over. And um, he's, uh, the first delivery is um, down the leg side, and it's uh, flicked away for an easy single by the new batsman, Jason Holder who, as I said, has come in at number six, 128 for four. That's a half volley leg stump, a poor delivery from uh, Chris Wokes. And uh, it's been flicked away for four easily enough. I mean, uh, Matt Pryor, we've, we've been honest about the way Chris Wokes has bowled, but, you know, a large part of you, we all know that he's so much better than he's bowled today. So, you know... Part of you does feel for him. I mean, he's not bowling oh, badly yeah, of on course. I mean, look, we don't see... He's the, lo- he's the loveliest bloke you could ever meet. We're not saying he's not a nice person or he's not trying hard or anything. We can never criticise him, but he's the leader of the attack now. You know, we're talking about the... This is the top echelon of the sport. Test match cricket, playing for England, taking the new ball for England. There is a certain level of performance. That's expected. All that goes along with that and the responsibility of that. And, you know... There's a point made earlier that, that Chris Wokes, he's not, he's not a young player. He's, what, what's he, 33 years old? Maybe not that old, but certainly over 32. 32 years old. Played 40 test matches, 43 test matches. I mean, that's, that's an experienced operator now. That's not a young, youthful guy. We... We're giving him the responsibility. He now needs to be able to do it. He needs to step up. We know that his stats suggest that he struggles abroad. And and here we are. This is it. We've got to find out about these players. That's what Andrew Strauss said. We want to find out about these players. Can they do it or can't they? And Chris Wokes has to find a way. Wokes, full on the line of off stump. Hits the outside edge. Races away past Gully. Down towards the boundary. Alex Lees is chasing it. But it beats him to uh, the boundary triangles. And... Uh, it's four runs all the way along the ground um, and the temptation is to 
to say that, uh, that that Jason Holder was actually in control of that. I mean, he. Don't think it, I won't go so far as to say that he opened the face of the bat and deliberately steered it down to third man, but he was in a, in a decent position to a full-length delivery. He played with soft hands, a very thick outside edge, and it uh, brings the former captain a boundary. It takes him up to five. Doesn't do Chris Wokes any favours. His uh, half-century's on the board already, and he hasn't bowled ten overs. Overton coming towards the commentary box end. Bowls outside edge of Jason Holder's bat. But he's played with such soft hands, it's down almost immediately and will roll along the floor all the way for a four through third man. And Joe Roots down on one knee at the moment, just getting back to his feet now. That'll be a real disappointment. Jason Holder's played it really well. Root didn't have a chance of stopping it. And it just trickles away for four. No, this is good bowling from Overton. He's done nothing wrong here. Ben Stokes is thundering in once again. With the bouncer short, hook shot, and he's spliced it, I think. Maybe it was a... T no, he hasn't. He's hit that beautifully over the top of mid-on. The way, the way um, Jason Holder looked immediately as if he was looking straight up at the heaven, looked like it, uh, he hit it higher than he had long, but actually he's hit it very, very nicely over long on, and uh, it's just thumped into uh, the boundary triangles now. Um, the way that Ben Stokes was looking at the ball before he started this over is almost like uh, somebody had uh, thrown him something from a cow field. He was very unimpressed. So uh, pushed away up towards mid-on. And he really sort of snarling and curling his lip at it, uh, Bats. And I must say the ball, even, even from afar, looks very, very tired. Yeah, it's a bad analogy because it's used a lot in cricket, but when we saw it uh, bouncing off the boundary board there and then thrown back, we got a bit of a close-up and it really does look like a dog's ball. It's like there's almost like teeth marks in it and there's bits of leather coming off and the seam isn't in a straight line. It's sort of like it's been bitten out of, like zigzagged down it and yeah, it just doesn't look particularly pleasant. It must be this wicket because that's what the ball looked like yesterday as well, wasn't it? Like what, about an hour and a half after lunch yesterday. But it, it looks almost thing. like a day-night ball as well. It's gone almost pale. gone pinky, yeah. Yeah. And it, if you noticed last night on uh, Walks' bat, he almost looked like pink marks on his, you know, on his back fist, the clear fist. It almost had like pinky marks that you get from a day-night game. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So Joe Root isn't just bowling the one over to facilitate a change of ends. He's going to bowl a second over. Oh, and that's good. Fine pickup on drive, but it's a lovely clean strike from Jason Holder. He's decided that the hard work has been done, and now it's time to score some runs. And and in in many ways, you know, he's right. He has done the hard work, uh, Harmy, and that is a lovely, lovely straight six over long on. Yeah, fantastic shot. And Jason Holder is quite enjoying facing Chris Wokes and and Craig Overton because I don't think he's going to let Jack Lee George uh, Joe Root bowl to him. I think he's going to go at them. And say, right, I'm going to want you want to bowl now. I'm going to make you bowl your seamers. Here is uh, Overton again. That's short and pulled. That's a lovely shot from Nkrumah Bonner, who's played very much within himself throughout this innings. But um, with no pace in the pitch and a soft, tired ball, that really, that uh, you, uh, even Nkrumah Bonner, at his most conservative, couldn't let that one go. Here's Craig Overton. Dot balls required here, and uh, that, no, too much width. Back and across goes Jason Holder, and he plays a lovely back foot punch drive for four. Super shot. That one is steered 
effortlessly and rather skillfully by Jason Holder down towards the unguarded third man boundary. But again, you have to ask, I mean, is Craig Overton just so attuned and so accustomed to bowling a fourth stump line? And if that is the case, why has he got this leg side field? Why has he got two short mid wickets catching and a, and a mid on? If he's going to be bowling outside off stump with one slip, nobody on the third man boundary. The batsman just opens the face of the bat and runs it down to third man for four. Couldn't agree more. And slip's not in the game, really, because it's not carrying. And Joe Root's gone wider. It's slip. Oh, <laughs> plays exactly the same shot. And Ben Folks has to dive to his right. Root had just moved himself from orthodox first slip to a widish second slip. And Holder played exactly the same shot, which is cheeky. And uh, if it had it not been for the dive, from uh, Ben folks he'd have picked up another four but it, and again it's it's another ball outside another ball outside off stump mm. you've got a, he's now got a 5-4 offside field but you've still got a ball you've got a ball at the stumps it's funny how we talk about how difficult conditions are for the bowlers but um, <laughs> from a batting point of view you you really aren't gonna I know it's a test match and you're still facing test match bowlers but you're, you're rarely going to get more benign conditions than That's these, middle. are you? No, it's, it's, it is. The, 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 so we can't hide from the fact that it's, it's a very, very difficult surface for the, the seam bowlers to bowl on. Um, but you've still got to find a way. And bowling both sides of the wicket and yeah, ill discipline is, is not something that should happen too much yet international cricket we are all humans i feel sorry for chris wilkes because there's a huge amount of pressure coming onto on his shoulders coming into this series for the simple fact there was all the talk of broad anderson all the talk of of that chris wilkes is going to have to lead this attack well i don't think in chris wilkes's red ball career he was in a position to be that person to lead the attack i don't think that was fair on him um and i actually think that's shown today the players are leaving the field. The stumps have been uh, drawn and the sheeting is going <laughs> over. That is the small one to start with that just goes over the wicket. There are six overs and one ball left of the day, but that will be it. Because we are past the schedule close of play, that will be it for day two of this test match. And as the, uh, the rain starts to fall, uh, more steadily, that will be it. So, Harmi, um, as we uh, we get to the uh, the close of play with the West Indies, 202 for four. Uh, your overall thoughts on, on the second day of this Test match, then? Oh, games in the balance, market it really is. I thought England did well to get to 313, uh, uh, 311, a score which I think is a, a par score, in-game score on a pitch which is very docile. Congratulations and well done to Johnny Bairstow. Thought he batted absolutely beautifully. And then it, the West Indies came out with some impetus. Campbell came out and played positively. Brathwaite, not accustomed to Brathwaite, so he played positively. Hit Jack Leach for a six straight back over his head. Fastest 50 in his career so far off 62 balls. And then England wrestled the initiative back a little bit. I thought Stokes and Wood bowled exceptionally well throughout the contest. Leach is as good as I've seen him in the last 10 overs with, without really looking as though he was too threatening, but the rhythm looked good. And I think Wokes and Overton, two guys who came into this tour under pressure to carry the, the, the volume of, of Broad and Anderson on their shoulders, well, they, they had a, a dare to forget on a wicket which 
let's be fair, we had no help for them whatsoever. So intriguing as it is, we come back tomorrow. And I think with a new ball round the corner, I think England will be hoping to make early inroads before the, to get there. So I think all in all, I think this game is in the balance. I mean, there's a run punch with your name on, so uh, get yourself uh, and make a, yeah, an acquaintance of it. Thank you very much. We'll speak again tomorrow. So the West Indies trail by 109 runs at the close of the second day of this first Test match. England bowled out for 311 uh, earlier on in the day. Johnny Bairstow, the last man out, top scoring with a 140. Jaden Seals. Four for 79 uh, was the most successful bowler. Holder, Joseph and Roach all took two apiece. The West Indies in reply, 202 for four. They were 83 without loss, but Campbell, Brathwaite, Brooks and Blackwood were all dismissed in the uh, space of uh, 40 runs, going from 83 without loss to 127 for four. But um, the efforts of Bonner and Holder take them through to 202 for four at the close. Bonner, 34, not out. Holder, 43. So things are set up nicely for day three. And as Harmi mentioned, 67 overs into the West Indian innings. So we're only just over 10 overs away from a new ball from an uh, England point of view. So uh, that's the scorecard. That's the details. We'll be back at 1.30, of course, tomorrow uh, ahead of the uh, 2 o'clock resumption. But don't go anywhere because John Norman and the team are here next to bring you the following on podcast here on TalkSport 2. following on podcast in partnership with the ECB. I'm John Norman and I'll be joined by former England internationals Gareth Batty and Matt Pryor to look back at day two of the first test between West Indies and England in Antigua. The West Indies closing on 202 for four um, after a, a truly stop-start day. Uh, bowling out England uh, in the first session for 311. That's short and a pull shot, top edge, flying away down towards third man, and it's a super catch from Jason Holder at backward point. Alzari Joseph has brought the innings to a close. Johnny Bairstow, the last man to fall for 140. It was then uh, the first chance to, uh, to see England bowl in a test match with a new ball without uh, either Jimmy Anderson or Stuart Broad, and it didn't quite go to plan. Short from Wokes and pulled by John Campbell through square leg for four. Here is Wokes once again and oh that's a full two full leg stump flicked away in the air for four more by John Campbell. Is this where we say oh imagine if England had an experienced head stood at mid off. <laughs> First chance set since Brisbane of course and that didn't go too well either. Either way Craig Brathwaite and John Campbell came out of the traps as West Indies raced along to 83 without loss but England's main man bailed them out again. Stokes, it's gone straight into the hands of Joe Root at first slip. Stokes strikes as he so often does. Windy's looked in trouble at 127 for four when Blackwood fell, but Bonner and Holder guided them to the close. Plenty to come over the next 20 minutes or so. You're listening to Following On here on TalkSport 2. Uh, head straight back to the pitch. Mark Wood speaking. 
fantastic cricketer. Um, I think him and Bonner put, sort of nullified that period where we got a bit of reverse swing. If we could have gotten a couple of wickets there, I think that would have put us in, in control. But um, there's still, still if, you know, a few runs behind, so we've got to try and capitalise in the morning um, and before that new ball, and then hopefully we can drive it home. There seemed to be a, have been a concerted effort, to me anyway, to bowl straighter lines. Was that the case, and what were you hoping to achieve? Definitely, we, we tried, you know, we've looked at... Oh, the analysts has looked at stats in the Western East and, and said that you know straighter lines are better um, on a flatter pitcher, especially when some maybe keep low. You've got to try and bring the stumps into play. So we tried to set straighter fields and bowl slightly straighter, um, but when we got the length wrong, we were punished. So it's about trying to be consistent and, and stick it, stick at it as much as we can. And if we can throw our minds back towards the start of play, 268 for six. Given that start of 47 for four, were you guys happy with 311, or do you think you could have gotten a bit more? No, I think we, I think we should have got more. Um, Johnny played fantastic well but we've worked hard as a, as a bowling group to, to work on our batting um, and we didn't quite contribute as well as we should have I think the Western East probably won that session you know outright they they took four wickets then they batted and we didn't get a wicket we were a bit inconsistent with our bowling and they you know got off to a flying start so that was a poor session for us but we came back really well in that second session so we would have liked more runs um, in the position that we were in I think we should have maybe gotten a few more but 311 I still think is a, is a fairly decent total one that we can hopefully try and defend and projecting towards tomorrow's day's play day three what's the best case scenario for you guys at lunch perhaps I think you know we've got to try and capitalise on. I know the the pitch is you know a bit flat or you know the the reverse swing. The ball's quite soft, but we've got to keep the reverse swing in. We've got to try and get the ball moving. We've got to find ways of getting wickets um, on this pitch. And I think if we can get early an early wicket tomorrow, I think starting against reverse swing is hard for a batsman. We saw that Bonan Hola played really well, but if we can get that key wicket, then who knows we might be able to to get a couple more when the new ball comes and, and roll through them. Thanks for your time, Mark. Go and rest up. Brilliant. Thanks. Thanks, mate. That's Samuel Badri, part of TalkSport 2's commentary team, also working for the World TV feed. Mark Wood, as honest as ever. Gareth Batty, Mark, Matt Pryor with me for the next uh, 15, 20 minutes or so. Let's start with the bowling bats because, you know, at times England, uh, with all the pressure on, all the attention on, you know who back in England. And uh, it seemed to it seemed to make, make a difference because um, Wokes and Overton... You know, they talk about setting the tone. Well, they, they set the wrong kind of tone for Joe Root today. Yeah, when you look, um, the first wicket went down, 83 runs, 19 overs. It just, on, on a pitch where we, you know, whether we're right or, or or wrong up here, we're saying it's a new ball pitch. If you've got a new ball in your hand, it's it's a good time to bowl. So whether the pitch is perfect for that or not, you would suggest that uh, the runs that were scored in that period um, and it was the way the runs were scored, not just the, the accumulation of the 83. It was a clipped leg side, then a little bit outside the off stump. It just wasn't as precise as it could have been. Uh, a little bit sort of scattergun, uh, if we were to look at uh, Hawkeye and where the balls were landing. Um, it just wasn't quite precise enough. And, and it, the unfortunate thing, it's left the door open for, for, for people to say, well, why are Broad and Anderson not there? Because uh, we didn't quite get off to the start that we wanted. I mean, it is a huge arse though, isn't it, Matt? I know Chris Wokes has played a lot of Test cricket, but we've seen this before. It was Barbados when we were out there in 2019. On that occasion, it was Sam Curran who was throwing the ball and, and told, OK, you're going to bowl in places Stuart Broad in this test. It didn't go well. Happened again when the West Indies were in England a couple of years ago. Ben Stokes as a captain. It didn't go well. And it didn't go well again today. I mean, um, you've been there. You've been in the dressing room. That's, it's a lot of pressure, but essentially... Chris Wokes will know today that, um, well, he, he, he just didn't perform, and nor did Craig Overton. 
Yeah, well, look, I think there are a couple of things here. Firstly, it shows the class of Rod and Anderson and what they're missing. I think that could sometimes be taken for granted. Um, very, you know, on quite a few occasions, running on a, on a docile pitch and going at two and over is actually not as easy as people, you know, seem to think. And that's what England struggled with today. But having said that, this is the exact reason why, or, or I believe it's the reason why the ECB made the call, Strauss made the call, because the vulnerable players, people like Chris Wokes, who haven't had to lead the bowling lineup, haven't had to take that responsibility, have always had that crutch to fall back on if things didn't go well. They now have taken that crutch away and the likes of Wokes and Wood and Overton now have to step up. And if they can't, they'll be moved on for someone else because that is international cricket. That is international sports. So actually, we are finding out about these guys. And that's the purpose of leaving Broad and Anderson at home. Brilliant stuff. Well, look, Gareth and Matt will be back for day three alongside Andrew McKenna, Neil Manthorpe, Jarrah Kimber, Samuel Badri, Mark Butcher and Steve Harmison here as part of uh, TalkSport 2's live cricket coverage. If you missed any of the action today and you want to have um, a little listen back to some of uh, the wickets to fall and some of the wayward bowling uh, along the way, well, the uh, following on uh, daily highlight show will be released at 5am. That will be available on the following on podcast feed. So uh, download that, subscribe, review, and then join us back here on TalkSport 2 from half past one on Thursday for day three of the first test match of three between the West Indies and England. Thanks for listening. There was in the last hour, I felt, yesterday, but that was just more physical tiredness. He's got the edge. Jaden Seals has got the edge. Chris Wokes has gone. It was back of a length. Yeah, great bit of ball in this from Seals. So here is Overton. He's got to do the batting job first, though. And that one is tucked away to short leg and caught. And Jaden Seals has got two wickets in the over. Here we go, then. Seals ball number four. Bairstow is opening the face, guides it past second slip, and England have 300 on the board. You would think in the first innings, that's short and a pull shot, top edge, flying away down towards third man, and it's a super catch from Jason Holder. And England have been bowled out for 311. Overton delivers. It's a straight drive from Brathwaite, back past the stumps. In goes Overton, that's too uh, leg side-ish. Clipped away by Brathwaite. Chill your beans. You're not quite Jimmy Anderson yet. You're not quite Stuart Broad. Wokes in and he's short, wide of off stump. Brathwaite just props back onto the back foot and glides it backward a point for four. Beautifully timed. England just cannot stop the flow of runs at the moment. He's uh, been quite so erratic today. Leach is in again. Oh, Craig Brathwaite, what's going on? The West Indian captain has just launched him straight over long on for six. I don't think either of us can explain that. We might have to get Jared Kimber. Not even Jared's going to answer to that. Is this where we say, oh, imagine if England had an experienced head stood at mid-off. <laughs> yeah, just trying to bowl too many wicket taking. Ball's down the leg side. He's got an edge. A pull shot from Campbell. Straightforward catch to Ben Fuggs. Final ball of the 26th over from Mark Wood. It's outside of Austin. It's guided to Gully and England have got a breakthrough. Brathwaite goes for 55. It's 101 for two. Club have just announced a signing. You have... Uh, Give a, over, they're not. They, they have. A, a, Give a, over. A nice little uh, piece oh, of tell, Who is it? Who is it? Who is it? I don't know. Who is it? Sunil Narine is going to come and play in the blast. Give over. We've not signed Sunil Narine. Give over. Sunil Narine. Stokes. Edge gone. Straight into the hands of Joe Root. That first slip. Stokes.
strikes, as he so often does. Shamar Brooks on his way for 18. West Indies suddenly 111 for three. Bonner pushing into the offside. They're going to try a single that isn't there. It's picked up, shied at the stumps. Umpire Brathwaite makes the signal. And out. He's out. I beg your pardon. Oh, my goodness no, gracious got it wrong. Hang on. That's, that, that can't be. He's pressed the wrong button. Works will start the new over. Takes Blackwood on the putt. No, it's looped out to Gully. Is there batting there as well? Joel Wilson says not out. England are going to review this. The spike as the ball passes the bat. So Overton takes the catch. Blackwood is out for 11 from 24 balls. And it's 127 for four. Fine pickup on drive, but it's a lovely clean strike from Jason Holder. He's decided that the hard work has been done. So the West Indies trail by 109 runs at the close of the second day of this first test match. Yeah, hold that, please. Level five, thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi, nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to Ertz and the Bypassal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to Ertz and the Channelized Bimbingus of the Bypassal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chattel sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how.